0: This is an Annamie podcast. I was taking care of myself alone in New York City with no safety net. And it really started to dawn on me that it was either I could job hop and see my salary grow and make these sacrifices, or I was going to have to continue to struggle by working on less. And yeah, I just wasn't trying to do the latter. What's going on, Nine to Five Hotties? Welcome to the Nine to Fly Podcast. I am your host, Sania Finance, and I'm so excited that you're here. This podcast has been on my manifestation for a long time. On my manifestation board for a long time. So shout out to the Anami team for making this happen. And shout out to all of you for being here and listening to this episode. I'm super excited about today's topic, where I'm going to be really telling more of the story around my job hopping journey and how I've been able to effectively job hop to not only grow my skills, but grow my salary. And why I think more 9 to 5 hotties have to get comfortable with job hopping. This is Confessions of a Serial Job Hopper, where I'm going to be sharing more of my story and giving you some tips on how to know if job hopping can work for you and your career. So let's dive into today's episode. First, like, let's talk about it. What is a job hopper? So by job hopper, I really mean anyone who is moving on from jobs after less than two years. That is what I consider a job hopper. There is no art and science to the term job hopper. It is a very colloquial term. And let's just say that I never saw myself as a job hopper per se, but I was just someone who wanted to grow my salary and grow my wealth quickly as I started learning about financial independence and also realizing that I didn't have a financial safety net to rely on. So I had been working about two and a half years at this point And even though I was making good money in my nine to five, I still never felt like there was enough money to go around, right? Even though I had been promoted internally, I was making more money than I ever made. I was making six figures at this point, living in New York City and living on my own, being financially independent, having debt, wanting to invest, wanting to save, but still wanting to have a social life. It just never felt like I had enough money to really make my budget work for me. And what I really started to realize was that I had peers in my industry who were moving on to other companies and really letting me know how much more money they were making by just simply jumping to another company. So, in my mind, I thought everybody did that. I thought everybody just knew, oh, well, if you want to make more money, you'll just go to another competitor company. Now, I realize now how much working in finance, working in New York City, kind of colored that experience for me right that's actually not very normal for most people but in my mind i was working in financial services and i had other friends who had just like you know gone down the street to our competitors and were letting me know oh i'm making so much more money now so that's kind of where the idea really pops in my mind where it's like huh If I could follow the same blueprint that they were following, maybe I could also make more money and be able to have more money to do the things that I wanted to do, like become debt-free and save more money to travel. And where I really started was through my network. I didn't necessarily start with just applying to a bunch of jobs out there. I really, as I mentioned already, relied on those people in my network who had kind of already shown me that it was possible, that it was possible to take your same skills and move to another company and get paid more. So when I first started job hopping, I was really just thinking about how can I make more money and by going to another company. So I had a couple friends who were all working at a competitor company. They were all working at MasterCard and they were like, oh, you should just come over to MasterCard. I got connected with someone else in my network who was on a team that had an opening. They were looking for someone with my skill set as a product manager. And it was kind of like right time, right place. And that's actually how I was able to job hop so quickly. I leveraged my network and, you know, there was a little bit of luck. But I also, again, had the skills that they were looking for. It was at a point where I knew how to effectively advocate for myself and really talk about my skills as a product manager. So that's really where it started on the job hop move. And in that move, being able to go from making what I was making at my previous company to making $50,000 more And literally being able to become debt-free, yeah, it definitely showed me, oh, this job hopping, it actually works. This is actually like a solid strategy to help me grow my salary and grow my wealth. But here's the thing. All of this was very strategic, right? I wasn't doing this haphazardly. I wasn't just like putting my resume out there and just hoping to land wherever. I was also making sure that I was intentional about Seeing how these career moves fit into my overall career story. So as a product manager, one of the things that I realized was that, oh, I need to get more technical skills. So I kind of saw that every step along the way, every job hop that I was making was helping me just add more skills to my product manager toolkit. So with that, I think that that made it really easy when I was in interviews or when I was talking to hiring managers around how these different moves fit within my career, because again, I had a cohesive story that I was telling. It all really made sense and it all really fit together very naturally. I also want to talk about job hopping out of necessity for a bit, because often when the term job hopper comes up, I feel like it's very much associated with like these finance tech bros who are just like making a shit ton of money in Silicon Valley. But for someone like me who comes from a low income background, a, you know, a young black woman coming from a low income background, I also just started job hopping out of necessity. I never really felt like I had enough money, and I knew that I couldn't afford for my salary to catch up with my personal financial obligations. I was taking care of myself alone in New York City with no safety net, and It really started to dawn on me that it was either I could job hop and see my salary grow and make these sacrifices, or I was gonna have to continue to struggle by working on less. And yeah, I just wasn't trying to do the latter. So, what I wanna talk to you about in this episode are some tips around how to effectively job hop for your career growth and for your financial growth so that you can make the decision for yourself around if job hopping is right for you. So I'm going to give you some tips, some advice, and also give you some resources that you can rely on if you want to continue learning about this in the future. Let's talk about how do you leverage job hops to be able to grow your career. There's actually real data that suggests that U.S. workers who change their jobs frequently see real wage gains compared to those that say put. This is actually from the Pew Research Center. So what this means is that the longer that you stay at a company without significant increases in your pay, the greater your risk is of being underpaid. I think in my own experience, I could definitely see that, right? If I had stayed at my current company, sure, fast forward today, I might have a fancy title, but it would have taken me years of working at the same company, doing the same work repeatedly just to see my salary increased and get to that next level. And I didn't want to do that. So I decided that I wanted to become a strategic job hopper to get better opportunities, to grow my skills and also increase my salary. So here are my tips. Learn from my experiences as a job hopper and here are some of my tips on how to make the most out of job hops if you wanna do this to grow your career and grow your salary. Number one, stay in your industry. You heard from me already, right? I didn't just cast a wide net. I wasn't applying to jobs at nauseam. I was staying in my industry. I was following professionals with similar backgrounds. So when many of my peers left Amex and went to MasterCard and they went to Visa, I was kind of keeping tabs on these people so that I kind of always had a warm introduction to other companies in my industry. That, I would say, was a huge benefit to how I was able to job hop so quickly and at such a young age. It's important to respect that there's always going to be a learning curve, right? Now, job hopping, I will definitely say, is not for my risk averse girlies, okay? There is a steep learning curve when you are coming into a brand new company and you got to learn new processes. You got to learn new organization. You got to meet new people. So recognize for yourself if that's something that you thrive in or something that you don't want to do because if you don't want to do it, you don't have to, right? But I would definitely say, you know, my risk averse girlies – Aggressively job hopping, probably not going to be, you know, a strategy that you wanna employ. I also wanna say that it's really important when you make these job hops, whether you see yourself as a job hopper or not, to be strategic with the extra money that you're making. Okay, so what I realized, remember I told you, I made $50,000 in one single job hop. Very easily, that money could have just gone into increasing my wardrobe or moving into a fancier apartment or getting a new car. But I decided that I wanted to put that money to work for me. So as soon as I started to make more money in these new jobs, I set up systems early on so that I could put that extra disposable income to good use. That meant setting up automatic deductions so that as soon as I got paid, money flowed into my emergency fund or money flowed into separate accounts that I was specifically using to pay down my debt. Having those systems made it almost foolproof for me to be able to take this extra income and put it to use in terms of growing my wealth. For me, I never really saw myself climbing the corporate ladder. I really never saw myself being a CEO, and yet here I am, CEO of my own company. But I never really saw myself climbing the corporate ladder. So, you know, for me, I kind of always knew that my aspirations weren't just to become, you know, do my boss's job. Those were never my aspirations. So I think I realized that I might have to leave good jobs and good relationships behind. And I would definitely say as a serial job hopper, that especially rings true. Being fully transparent with you, I think my very first jobs when I worked at Amex, that was some of the best jobs that I had in my career. Like beyond pay, Amex provided me with some of the best career experiences, some of the best professional relationships that I still carry today. But I feel holistically, I feel better off Because I decided for myself that I was willing to give up great jobs, dream jobs, sexy jobs and professional relationships that I kind of built at these companies because I wanted to see my wealth grow. And that might not be the decision that's right for you. But for me, I realized that, you know, beyond pay, Amex was one of the best companies I worked at. My very first company was definitely one of the best companies I worked at. It provided me with some of the best career experiences and some of the best professional relationships that I still hold on and hold dear today. But holistically, I still feel like I'm better off because I job hops, right? I was able to become debt free. I was able to massively grow my wealth. I was able to have enough capital to start a business. I was able to help family. I was able to live abroad. And none of those things probably would not have been possible if I had stayed at that company and just tried to work my way up the ladder. So it's super important for you to make that decision for yourself and really focus on what's most important to you. You might be in a stage in your career or your life where having more stability, having the benefits that your current employer offers might be good enough, and that's totally fine. But I think for many of us who are looking to grow our career and don't really necessarily feel tied to our current company, why not job hop to secure a more obnoxious bag? That's what I'm saying. Now let's talk about when job hopping may not be the best option because I do want to be really realistic around sometimes job hopping doesn't make the most sense for your career story and that's fine. One of the most obvious reasons why job hopping might not fit into your career goals is if you actually are getting the support internally, you're actually seeing your career grow at a current company where you're getting more opportunities, you're getting bigger opportunities, you're getting promotions, you're getting your – you're seeing your value increase in a company – maybe that's not a company where you want to leave, right? You know, I think about friends in my network where they're getting stress assignments. They have opportunities to present in front of their whole company, right? They're growing their value and their skills at their current company. So they don't necessarily have to leave. That wasn't my experience. Even though I loved my jobs early on in my career, I still felt like I was kind of playing the waiting game. I still felt like I was kind of like, 17th in line for a promotion. So I kind of understood that all of these people who are more senior than me, yeah, their time has to come for them to get promoted, for them to move off of teams before I'm going to be prioritized. And that was not something that I wanted to do. I also really want you to think about owning your story. If you are thinking about job hopping, make sure, similar to what I've told you already, that those career moves are going to fit into your overall career story. What skills or experiences did you pick up along the way that help you now in the career that you have now or going to help you in that job that you're interviewing for? I think the more that you can kind of pull that story together for yourself, the easier that it's going to be for a hiring manager or a recruiter to see past any job hops that you've made along the way. The reality is there are also sometimes unfair biases that are placed on those of us that come from marginalized backgrounds, whether we're black, brown, women, queer, etc. So It's also important to own your decisions. I will say for myself, I've never gotten asked in an interview, why have you job topped? Why did you leave that last job, right? Because I've owned my story. I own my decisions. And I also understand that there are going to be trade-offs whether you leave or stay at a company. So always have an extra strategy. Even if you feel like things are going really well in your current job, always think about, well, what would happen if... I got laid off, if my job was displaced, if my company went bankrupt tomorrow. The reality is we all work in a really volatile job market. So it's really important whether you are job hopping or coasting by to have an extra strategy and really think about what are your long-term career prospects. So I hope that you can kind of learn from my story and see whether job hopping works out for you. I would definitely say for me, as a young nine to five hottie, job hopping transformed everything for me. So, if these tips were helpful, let me know. As you're listening to this episode, tag me, tag at nine to fly pod, and let me know what you thought about this episode. Now, let's take a few questions from the nine to five hotline, my favorite segment where I get to answer questions that you submit to me live. So, if you have a burning question for me, check out my show notes, and there's my phone number. Send me a text or a voicemail, and you just might hear your question answered on a future episode. We got a lot of great questions around job hopping, so let's dive into some of these. Hey, finance, how would you strategically approach job hopping within an industry that is experiencing volatility and layoffs? I love this question. So it sounds like this hottie is probably thinking about like the tech industry, right? There's no industry right now that's experiencing more volatility, layoffs, and changes than technology. So when it comes to strategically job hopping, it's definitely something that you want to keep in mind. But here's the thing. I think it's also important to understand that technology is a huge industry, right? We're talking about trillions of dollars of revenue. We're talking about hundreds of thousands of people that work in technology. We're talking about thousands of companies. So I think that if you want to be strategic as a job hopper, in an industry that is experiencing volatility and layoffs, you got to niche down, niche down, and follow follow those companies and opportunities that most closely align with your past experiences and where you have professional connections. So what do I mean by that? I mean that within technology, there are all these like sub-industries, right? Financial technology, health tech, right? For example, so whether you came from a non-traditional background or not, you have other industries that you've probably worked in that you could leverage to be able to niche down within this broader industry. That would be my recommendation. So what do I mean by that? I mean that as someone like me, my background being in finance and financial services, I would almost entirely focus my job search and job hopping prospects on fintech companies, financial technology companies, If I wanted to job hop within the technology industry, because those are probably where I have the most contacts, the most industry expertise and where I could probably navigate that industry a lot easier based on my past experiences than trying to reinvent myself in another sub industry of technology. My other advice would be to really leverage your network. You heard from me that I really got started job hopping because I was following what other professionals in my industry were doing. I was leveraging my network before I ever started applying blindly for jobs. That would also be my advice. No one can give you better intel on what is really happening at a company if layoffs are happening, if there are strategic changes happening, if the company is actually profitable rather than people who are already working at that company. So leverage your network and I would say really use networking as your superpower to be able to effectively job hop. Make sure that people in your network know that you want to work. And I don't just mean putting up a post on LinkedIn. I mean like talking to people, coming up with a list of maybe 15 or 20 people that you are going to reach out to and start to build those connections with people and start to let people know this is what I'm looking for. These are the opportunities I'm looking for. If something comes up on your team, I want you to think of me. Who else should I talk to in your network? And I think that's also how you hedge against some of this volatility that happens is where you can allow your personal brand and professional brand to help you get connected with opportunities that are more closely aligned to your skills. So I hope that helps. Thank you Hadi for that question. Okay, I'm going to take one more question from the hotline. Here's a great question from Mahadi. How would you advise someone who's never had office experience? to hop into an office role. I love this question. So, let's talk about it. I think for anyone who is trying to job hop or pivot into a role that they've never done before and they feel like, "Oh, I don't have this like specific experience." I want you to focus more on the transferable skills that you do have. So, even though you've never worked in an office environment, maybe you've worked in a virtual capacity as an admin. Maybe you've been able to support small businesses. Maybe you've been able to support online businesses. And as a result, they've been able to work with more customers, drive more sales, drive more revenue, cut costs, cut time spent on other processes. Those are important transferable skills that you can absolutely bring to an office job. So I would say really fine tune your past experiences and make sure that they speak the same language as the job descriptions that you're seeking that are more in an office setting. So what I mean by that, a great example, take your resume as it is right now and take the job description and use an AI tool like Resume Worded or Job Scan or ChatGBT to be able to compare your resume with what the job descriptions are asking for. I'm sure that you will see you actually have a lot of transferable skills already. And those are the things that I think you play up. You play up the fact that, while no, I may not have worked in a traditional office setting before. I've done these skills and had these achievements in other areas. And therefore, I'm gonna be successful as your next office manager or whatever role you're seeking. Now, whether you're looking for a brand new office role or just making that pivot into any job, anyone can do that, right? Anyone can take their resume today compared to the job description and be able to fine tune their experience so that their most relevant experiences directly relate to what the job is seeking. That would be my advice. And now my other advice is gonna be, and y'all gonna hate me for it, you gotta talk to people. You have to talk to people. I think if you're also trying to pivot into a job you've never done, it also might be great to talk to other people who've, done, who've made that similar transition. So leverage Facebook groups, leverage LinkedIn groups, leverage your alumni network. I'm sure that you can get connected with people who have done the pivot that you've done, right? Chances are they're probably hundreds of people out there who have made the same career pivot that you've made, try to connect it with those people because those people can probably advocate for you and also just kind of help you maybe even avoid some of the mistakes that they made as they tried to make that pivot. That would be my advice for you, Hadi. Thank you so much for the question. All right, so this was a jam-packed episode. We talked a lot about my own story being a quote-unquote serial job hopper and I also gave you some tips on how to effectively job hop and how to also know if job hopping is the right strategy for you. Thank you so much for tuning in for this episode. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on any of my weekly episodes and also be sure to follow me on TikTok, IG, and YouTube for behind the scenes teasers, all the things, right? I want to thank you so much for tuning in and for your support because the Nine to Fly podcast wouldn't be here without you listening. So I am so appreciative of your support and for you being here. Tune in next week where I'll be giving you more tips on how to maximize your career, get more fly, and secure the big obnoxious bag. All right, talk to you soon.